0: Thank you. Welcome to another episode of Hivenate in Canada. I'm your host Tom and with me as always are Dan Ward Mike Steve Cool. Ward, you actually were loud, Ward I did, I was Are you, you, are you, are you learning to project? No <laughs> <laughs> You also didn't say anything weird. That's good <laughs> I don't know if he's
1: appropriately caffeinated, that's probably what I'm Oh yeah oh. Mm-hmm.
0: True That's fair so
1: the crash may be
0: coming. Okay, I want to save. I want to save Dan for last on this one. So Steve, what have you been working on this week?
1: Uh, Tech breeze dominus. Haven't got a huge amount done. It's been super nice out, car, but I have actually made some progress. So I got the cool little vials on his back done, and a bunch more uh, like little details. He's got this crazy, creepy little hand with a bunch of IV tubes. Yeah, he so looks I've like been, a homunculus almost. Yeah, I I think that's probably why I've been digging the model quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's been actually a ton of fun to paint. Just to focus on one model, work on it, been good. Nice. That's me.
0: How many Sigmarians did you paint, Mike?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, I painted the, the Prime up. I got the adjudicators done. And I've got about another 20 that could probably get burnt off in the next week. Nice. Jesus. <laughs> As usual.
0: man. you burn through models faster than high-profile drug dealers burn through burner cell phones.
2: First hit's free, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ward. Uh I've been finishing up the ITC crates that I picked up. Um cool. so I've got all the box frames done and now I'm painting the inserts. I'm trying to do a little bit of weathering slash. slashes on the insert. Nice. I slash like that. slashes. I, like uh-huh. it. Um, I have not seen your stuff, so you should send me a photo because I really want to see how you did that.
0: Maybe we'll put some photos on our Facebook page yeah. so everyone can see yes. it. I don't
3: like Steve, so I will put it on the Facebook page. That's fair. And then, I'll, then he'll never see it. I'll never <laughs> that's, see it. That is true. Uh, I've also cleaned uh, three complete stands of the GW trees, so I should be green stuffing some of the bad... I don't know if I was really drunk when I put them together. you we were here? I put them together really bad. <laughs> and so uh, <laughs> I need to Weren't you building stuff. those here? The ITC crates I was. The trees, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, the ITC crates, were. it was getting more and more difficult as Bugmans went on. That's right, we were playing Bugmans. Yes. Yeah, so we had a pretty intense <laughs> game of Bugmans. I, I did manage to, though, pull off uh, not a problem on those. But the trees, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I did. <laughs> so i got to do a little bit of green stuff, and then I'll be working on those as well. Drunk Gardening. Okay,
0: we're going to skip you, Dan, because I want to leave you for last. Yep. Um, I started putting together some new Oryx. I can actually say the name now. Yes. Uh, I picked up the... They have the stupid names, like Gore, Nashes. I don't know. Uh, But the new Boar Riders. Yes. Um, I picked them up, started putting them together. Uh, i got to say... So those are your three models you were talking about earlier. You just picked up the Boar Riders. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I, I, I will admit... Games Workshop plastics do go together nicely. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like it's—they um, need it's to kind change. of refreshing.
2: They need other bottle. Uh, producers really do need to take a look at how they cut and how they fit together and how they're, because they're hiding seams now. They're making it yeah. run along ridges. Yes, they're, they're doing all this stuff that makes it you don't have to, you have to do less and less putty for each model. Now. Yeah,
0: it yeah. was one of those things where I I'm guess. like, holy shit, this is a massive gap I'm going to have to fill later. And then I get to the next step and I'm like, nope. Totally yeah. hidden by some <laughs> other piece
1: that works perfectly. Yeah, but I know,
0: like you, you look at like uh,
1: Privateer Press uh, plastics, uh, what was the Transfinite Energy Projector
0: To be fair, that was their very first injection plastic kit.
1: But at the same time, that's kind of what I'm talking about is they're still like you put the two halves together and then that seam is kind of just your – like that's it. you got to deal with it. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what every other company still seems to be doing. I don't think the CAD level – is quite there yet with the way that they're cutting their stuff or designing
0: it. See, Weird is a little bit different. They don't just have, these are the two halves that go together. It's, these are like the 14 parts that make up that one part. Yeah.
1: That the make up the one guy's like, half. Yeah, the I hat, know, yeah. So, um, so <laughs> it's the, a
3: little bit... Of, Crazy in that regard. Yeah, and then
1: you've got to fill stuff, and then the pieces have mold lines running down the middle. Like I know what
0: you mean. Like they're they're not bad for the way they design things, but GW actually has by far the most. No, awesome this actually was the one point where I'm not Malfo fanboying. It's instead of one seam around the model, you've got about fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, but once you do gap fill, they're beautiful. Uh, so I did that, and I started putting together some of the models that we're going to be using for the painting lessons for GDX. Yep, I finally got that right. I was. Fuck the three letters
1: E G X. There's a lot of permutations there. Let's let's be real. Yeah, there are. So. Yeah, I always use I'm the correct three letters.
3: That. Just not gamers. Game development. There's,
0: there's gonna be a point at some point during this podcast where Dan just says something like thirty six.
3: We're all <laughs> gonna know exactly
1: what he's talking about. There's probably more than thirty six permutations of twenty six cubed, <sighs> but that's okay. <laughs> Moving on, I'm confused. Continue on. Yeah, so, uh, it's so that's I also basically was the
0: listening by the end of that, so yeah, <laughs> I'm referring to the wrong math. Yeah, it's only three. Anyways, whatever. Uh, this is totally irrelevant to what we're talking about. So I, I have been mostly just kind of building stuff this week. I uh, got a few games from Alipho in, Nice. which was good. Nice. And yeah, that's it for me. Dan, what was your hobby like this week? Well, if you're talking about
1: GDX, the combination of those three, there's six. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, I figured out what you were talking about eventually. It's three factorial, right? Yeah. So three times two times one. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Um, so in addition to doing some sweet math, I, uh, (laughs) assembled and then promptly lost my anniversary Marine. I don't know where the fuck he is, but my house is extremely clean and organized um, it, like <laughs> the level I went to I saw your your post in the group chat and you were like I've <sighs> lost my marine does anybody know where it is did ward clean it out of existence
0: <laughs> I got no, this text no, from Dan like I was over at his place last weekend we were getting stuff prepped for GDX and we were you had a bunch of sprues on the table and everything and I think it was about Monday or Tuesday I got this text from Dan. He's like, I lost it The 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 model's gone My precious Precious is gone That's
1: truly upsetting I've had that happen before And you're just like What the shit I had a tactical squad Missing one marine You have nine You're just like How did this happen to me? What's going on? What do you do? You have like this moment of panic I know Yeah so Pretty much went Top to bottom From the entire condo Several times Including like Going to uh, Canadian Tower And buying more storage bins So I could actually finally Organized and like a bunch of the stuff that I just had, like boxes full of random sprues and stuff, like went through. Everything, even if it made no fucking sense for that model to be in there, nowhere to be found. You know, you're gonna find it somewhere like painfully obvious and you're gonna wonder how you didn't look there. Like how when I lost my wallet a few weeks ago and then replaced all my cards and everything and then found my wallet shoved randomly into my bookcase. Yeah, 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 for sure. (laughs) Yeah, you'll find like the Marine like in the microwave one day when you're like making a burrito and you're like, what the fuck (laughs) is (laughs) this? Yeah, so it's. It's a little frustrating, but I spent the majority of the last few days tearing the house apart trying to find a tiny little model. So, so that, that house filled with hundreds if not thousands of miniatures. Didn't you buy two?
0: Yes. And yeah, this is so the one probably. consolation factor. I imagine they're going to sell for more than $70 on eBay at one point. Probably. Like now? Yeah. So you, <laughs> you, it's like you saved money had you not bought any at all. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that.
1: Did you manage to get anything else
0: done? Or uh, was not so mining? much.
1: There's some, yeah, GDX prep and, again, more overtime. Although we now have, I now have a co-worker. <laughs> oh. So, big life is, deal. big Dan, deal. Things are looking good in Dan's so, life. So, so does so that so mean you get to with?
3: share the load? <laughs> oh. Everything is coming up, Dan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So after after basically the next week of losing productivity, training up a new worker, I'll start to gain things back and might actually get a vacation day to make up for the insane amount of overtime hours I've worked this year. Nice. So yeah, there's progress, maybe, kind of, sort of. Might actually build a model and then not lose it at some point. That's pretty boss. That's that's the dream. I like how they might give you a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they owe me something like... Oh, what was it? I think it was well over 100 overtime hours that are, like, time in lieu right now. So, in addition to, like, the several months worth of actual vacation time I have.
0: So, it's getting to be a problem. Awesome. You could take a six-month sabbatical, and you might still come back with more time off. Yep, probably. Cool. (laughs) All right, well, on that depressing note. (laughs) Yeah. So, let's make it a little bit happier. And why don't you start again? Shut up and take your money. Yeah, there's a few options for that. Um... I looked in the closet and found I didn't
1: have any enough clean T-shirts, so I went and bought several dozen Hobby Night and Can other shirts. So, so you can all shut up, and or no, can we can shut up, up and, and then you can, can give us
0: your money. As That's long the as, plan.
1: as as long as they give us money, I don't really care if they shut up. That's the no. We'd
0: have to shut up because it's
1: yeah. I think so, but we could just have a good conversation too. Yeah, with our fans that would also be acceptable fans I'm going to go with fan there might be one maybe two acquaintances but yeah so there's so there was definitely that I'm going to be picking up the t-shirts from the uh, t-shirt printing place the day before GDX and we'll bring some to the con and put some aside for those who've asked for a specific size um, for themselves kind of a thing yeah so if you need one Give us a show. Let us know sooner rather than later because who knows how long it's going to be until we do a second order. If and they sell out quickly, obviously we could get more. But and double extra large is selling out fast. Shocking! <laughs> yeah, it turns out uh, the gamers <laughs> do not follow a bell curve. There's there's a skew to one side. <laughs> well, look at it this way. It's kind we, of like an asymptote, really. <laughs> we did not order a small T-shirt. No, it was medium to double X. <laughs> and I think, so for next time, if there are some requests for larger sizes, I do believe it's possible, but the costs start escalating, so we yep. will... Might have to adjust the cost a little bit to do a special order of those, but yeah, we'll get to that bridge. at and some, I know point, cross some of you it, do all those things. Some of you have asked for those hockey jerseys. Still too expensive to do a run. So unless we get a lot of interest, probably not going to happen. If we sell out several runs of T-shirts, we would have money to do an order of hockey yeah. jerseys, kind of a thing. Exactly. But those so wanna, are
0: like and astronomically be warned, more expensive. You would be spending at least three hundred dollars on that jersey.
1: Maybe not at least, but pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's. <laughs> that's enough about uh, apparel purchases but um, we still have dice for sale (laughs) (laughs) we do have dice as well, we'll be bringing some of those to GDX as well Um, yeah, so that was that there was a sale on last weekend for the Knights of Dice website that is one of those Australian MDF terrain companies Yep. so they have like uh, Art Deco style terrain that reminds me a little bit of like the Bioshock and like Fallout and that sort of thing, just very like 30s to 50s kind of a thing so I picked up a little bit of that, not nearly as much as another one of our
0: crew here. But, um,
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I blame you for <laughs>
0: Okay, how much did you buy?
3: Dollar wise or. Building wise. Well, it's not Are you dollar comfortable wise. saying yeah, dollar-wise? Le- let, me, let me count the buildings. <laughs> okay, you, well, you,
0: you do that in a do second. Did
3: you, do you like not say anything because of Kyra? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. Guess. Yeah, that's true, she doesn't. But listen. in
1: terms of specifics for my order from Knights of Dice, I picked up the uh, Kraken Petroleum Gas Station, Yep. which Middle is one. awesome, and I got the uh, the little noodle house, like, kiosk yep. thing, because it's just, you can't say no to that. It's a noodle house. And, uh, like, some billboards and some uh, dumpsters and stuff like that. So I kept it relatively moderate for the first order oh and i think there was one ruined building as well they're named after street addresses so i don't know which one it was yep the cool. one that was kind of c-shaped and had a little balcony thingy yeah they, they look cool i actually do like their stuff anything art deco i really like that's just kind of yep cool. my my hope and prayer is that one day they do the bradbury building mm-hmm. which because blade runner it's very yeah. iconic los angeles uh Yep. landmark, so that would be something that I would be super stoked if they ever come out with a Bradbury building model. If they, for some reason, are listening to this, that's what we want to see.
2: Yep. <laughs> I, Especially
1: yeah. if it's all smashed up and Blade Runner-y. Yeah.
0: yeah. Even
1: if it's not.
0: You can always do that. Cool. It's like they, they, are, they are
1: transitioning all of their full model kits, uh, like intact buildings, over to like an aftermath theme, mm. where it is all ruined buildings that have like crashed insides, and a lot of those buildings actually have interior detail and flooring as well. Or some of the intact ones don't. Cool. So I'm quite liking the ruined aftermath yeah. line as well. Yeah.
3: Three three main like lines: uh, Century City, is Art De- Art Deco, um, Chinatown, and the aftermath. Yeah, I
1: think I think Century City is the overall range, and they have Old Town, which is the Art Old Deco. Town, that's then yeah, the one. Chinatown and aftermath. Old Town.
0: Cool. Yeah, uh, I think right. the only reason I didn't spend hundreds of dollars on that sale is that I couldn't think of a single game that I own a single model for that I'd play it with. That's why you need to start didn't playing stop
3: Infinity, because it kind of half works. So did you take advantage? Did you take so, advantage, Batman, you take advantage of the forty percent off shipping? Yes, that was automatically kicked in because the the shipping
1: estimator thing. It was like estimated ninety dollars shipping cost. I'm like, I hope to God that doesn't include the minus forty percent shipping sale. And then the actual shipping was like fifty five bucks or something. Not bad.
3: Oh. Cool. But yeah, if you spend so much though, you also qualify for free shipping internationally. So. That's, a, that's a high oh. amount though. <laughs>
2: Oh wait! Sword.
3: So moving on no. to Ward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how much did you spend?
3: Uh, I ordered seventeen buildings plus extras.
1: He didn't quite get double the order to get free shipping. We'll put it that pretty way. What, it, what's, how much do you have to spend to get
0: free shipping? Four
1: hundred. Uh, Australia. Oh, that's dollar. not as, that's not as bad as. And the exchange rate is like one point zero one to the Canadian dollar right now, so the prices are actually like basically within rounding
3: distance of each other. So did you close. you spent double the free shipping? Pretty well yeah. Nice. Well done. I'm excited (laughs) to see this stuff. If I was rounding, it would be eight hundred dollars.
1: Wow. Pretty impressive stuff. (laughs) I'm excited to see this for uh Onslaught. I'm excited
0: to see how clean those buildings will be. Super clean.
1: I'm not (laughs)
2: fucking painting them.
3: Oh, I'm, putting Dan, I'm putting Dan to work. Have oh, no fear. Oh, okay. I
0: have a many
1: fears now. <laughs> Those buildings might go missing, just saying. <laughs> the and windows and will be amazingly
0: painted. And I don't, that's not a euphemism for me stealing them. They will go missing, apparently. That's just how I roll now. <laughs> just don't touch them in your dining room area, because apparently that's the Bermuda Triangle of models.
2: Yeah.
1: So, or did you pick up anything else? Anything else that got to your money? Uh,
3: anything cool? Yeah.
2: Or are you just
1: reeling
3: from? No, building sales bu- Building sales was the big one uh, I got hex bases on the way for me and Mike uh, For our battle tech <gasps> Nice battle tech! Uh, and then <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah my hundred bases haven't come from hassle free yet So it's almost been a month I'm starting to get worried Ooh.
0: But, So they're not yeah, necessarily right. hassle free
1: They may yeah. become hassle included <laughs> I've secretly just been stalking your mailbox and destroying all things BattleTech.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> would explain some shit. I w- I wouldn't doubt it. Um, and then I feel like I bought something else, uh, but I can't think of it. How? It's called credit cards, I, Tom. I have oh a Visa. Uh, I'm a, yeah. I'm a dink. Double income, no kids, so <laughs> so much much spending can be had. Um, ah, there was something else. Yeah, I can't think of it. Okay, Michael, if I think of it, I'll let you know.
2: Okay, just shout it out. I will. Uh, Just like, like Dan's math,
3: it'll just happen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Mike, how about you?
2: I want to get some of the uh, corn blood bound.
1: Oh, you are mm-hmm. age of Sigmar so hard right yeah, now. Well,
2: I got the you buy the starter set, you get both yeah, halves. So I'm like, oh, I might as well finish it off, right?
1: And I have to admit, the bloodbound stuff looks really cool. Yeah. It looks a lot better than the previous generation yeah. of chaos for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm four. jumping
3: back in. This is this is kind of for Mike. Uh, do you remember Viv, the guy that did the dystopian um, islands? Like yeah, yeah. The, the, Okay, he's part of the Knights of Dice. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, like I saw a video oh, of it and I was like, oh, rubbish yeah. in and rubbish out. Yeah. So I was just like, that's awesome. And uh, that's not what I spent extra money on. So I'll keep thinking. Okay. (laughs) You didn't (laughs) spend money on an Australian man that makes buildings? Well, I did, technically. But he also built other things like islands. So anything
2: particular for your bow? Uh, you know what? The, I, I want some of the base troops and I want some more blood crushers. Like the marauder looking guys or yeah. like the chaos warrior looking guys? Or both. No, the marauder looking guys. No, okay. I like how
1: we still use Warhammer Fantasy. The marauder looking guys or the. Well, <laughs> their names are somewhat ridiculous oh, and they impossible are. to remember for the casual player, so. They, they, are. they are. And that comes back to the whole trademark
0: thing, so they can uh, actually. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm never gonna just start calling Oryx Oryx. Like, they're, they're Oryx. They're fucking Oryx. But we are calling them Oryx. Well, when we're specifically (laughs) talking about them like right now, but if I go to play them I'm not going to be like, hey, check out my sweet oryx army. But you will when you play against the new players, and that's the part that's going to get you. No. I'll be like these are my orcs," and they'll be like, you mean your oryx? And I'll say, no. And you'll be that
3: (laughs) You'll be that old crusty gamer anyways. That old hipster gamer. I remember
2: I've even got the hat. It's fine. You do have a hipster hat. (laughs) Oh, yes. I want to see
1: the the Bloodbound. I'm excited for that.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing them painted
2: next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, slow down, buddy. <laughs> I remember.
3: What? Okay, go ahead, Ward. I bought a banner. Oh yeah! Oh yeah!
0: Yeah. Come to GDX to see that. Yep. Well, I, I, this is in that awkward zone of you probably won't. We get. We explain this every episode. Let's not worry about it. Time travel will ensue. It'll be fine. Yes. Okay. We'll post things. We'll post
1: mm-hmm. things. That sounds good. Steve. I am looking forward to the new Stormhawk Interceptor Yeah! yeah. Good call uh, So the Storm Talon with more pieces? And more guns and missiles and an extra gun And no window uh, Yeah, but when you what think would you about pay it? I'd, I wouldn't paint anything, I would just lose it <laughs> <laughs> We've been over this <laughs> So the reason that I like this model is I like the Storm Talon but everybody always makes fun of it for being like a flying brick because it is not aerodynamic in any way whatsoever uh, and it also like There's no rounded canopy on it So finally somebody at GW decided Just to put a solid front windshield on it Like there's, there's no It's like just a, a complete piece of steel And I kind of like that Like it makes sense They should have all these different sensors And this kind of stuff They don't need to have a piece of glass anymore so, I like the design, I like the fact that it's got, like, what looks to be a frag cannon or something up front. I think it's the Icarus autocannon thing, like, the thing from the Space Marine Hunter, what is it called? The, oh, yeah, the yeah. Hunter the other uh, the thing? Hunter and the Stalker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think it's it looks like the same, like, triple-barreled autocannon cannon. It totally does. There. Yeah, that might be it. So, I assume included. it'll be, like, a non-twin-linked, maybe, version of that. I haven't looked at it enough to know what the weapon options are on it, but the design is cool. I'm a fan, so... That's what I want. And it's basically all of the weapon options from a Storm Talon all at the same time. So how can you go yeah. wrong? You got missiles, you got twin-linked assault cannons, and you get the crazy autocannon thing apparently up front. So
0: I'm into it. Well, I guess we talked about the fact that I spent money on Orux to yep. go on my orc army. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, other than that, I'm getting way too excited for Third Ed War Machine okay like way too excited but That's a preview that... series
1: is actually getting people pretty excited i like the way they're doing it it's not just going to be a big mystery and then who knows what the hell's going to happen in june like everyone's going to have a reasonable idea of what the game is without any like weird forum post re- leaked rumors or whatever they're just telling you how shit's going to work so you can maybe plan some purchases over the next couple months yeah it's not such a horrible thing and it's kind of actually in some ways like third ed 40k, where they leaked a lot of the rules and white dwarf that kind of stuff. Yeah, but they've
0: got their insider. They have on their on their main page on their website, and it's about two or three a week that are coming out now. It's not quite every day, but it's almost.
1: Yep.
0: Setup. The one thing that really got me excited is they're talking about changing the terrain rules for Steamroller. It used to be that you couldn't have terrain that was anywhere near zones or, excuse me, beer burps. Or objective, jack- professional.
2: You can't have terrain near the mirrors. <laughs> we talked about that. topic. You don't get to use that word. <laughs> you really, don't
0: get to use that word. No, but you break every time I say it. It makes it so satisfying. This is beyond amateur hour, right here. So yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, no, but so the way it used to work in in Mark II is that you couldn't have scenery anywhere near zones, objective uh, objectives, flags. Uh, depending on what kind of scenery, you could maybe swing it. So most of the scenery ended up being towards the side of the table because all of the objectives are in the middle. Now and you, flat and boring scenery too. Well, that's that's people could still do that if they want, but I'm not talking about the 2D train. I'm just
1: talking that there's never been a war machine table that I've really looked at where scenery looked to be anything other than fences.
0: Yeah, but so they're you know? they're looking at mixing that up and that's making good. it a little bit more exciting. And there's two rule changes that I love. One, it doesn't matter where zones and objectives are, put scenery wherever the hell you want, except it can't be a certain distance near the board edge. So it has to be in the middle of the board. Oh, so it actually has to do stuff. So you actually have to play around scenery. Which is kind of the point of tabletop miniature games. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I'm a big, big fan of that. Uh, And they've modified certain things like Isla's Sight, so it's not going to be exactly the same fuck you to your opponents for having more scenery in the middle of the board. Okay, gotcha. So,
1: makes sense. I'm a fan of that. That's one of the things with War Machine. It's never looked quite as grandiose as like 40K or Infinity or those kind of things where they have the big pieces of scenery that do really cool stuff. Some of the some of the really terrain heavy skirmish games. It does add a certain level of atmosphere for sure. Especially like all the drop trains or the scatter train, whatever you want to call it. And that, in a lot of ways, I think harkens back to Necromunda, where those like crazy, even if it was cardboard and you know shitty looking by modern standards. That was was so cool. Yeah. You had, like, 12 models on the table, but, like, dozens of buildings. It was neat. I still absolutely love my second-ed card series. Me too. It's so cool. Me too. I yeah. use my Firebase all the time. Because it actually <laughs> still is useful. Blocks line of sight. Looks cool. Yeah. Badass.
0: Yeah. It's fantastic. Don't have
1: to paint it? That was the best. Well, you had to dry brush the plastic parts. But you didn't You just dry brush those and you're done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm really excited for. So I'm kind of saving a little bit of money because I might go hog wild at Lock and Load. That makes sense. That's fair. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So speaking of hog wild, do you see what I did there? I don't know where you're going, but I get that it's a pun. Oh, (laughs) oh, I see this. (laughs) Part of me was thinking like, are we going to talk about minions? Oh, no. Come on. Because like I talk about minions. We're not talking about minions at all. talking about different hogs. Well, yeah, they're bigger hogs they are
1: they're actually quite gargantuan really
0: yeah so <laughs> actually kind of terrifying yeah we can move right into right into the oryx then yeah um holy cow or holy pig Ho- holy pork sure
1: yeah they those models are <laughs> amazing yes I agree I was I heard there were new oryx coming out and I was kind of I was completely mad about them I could care less Orcs have never really captured my uh my hobby ADD kind of thing but, first of all, they did two things right. They painted them in bad moon colors. Yes. That's win number one. Yeah. Everybody knows bad moon colors are amazing. And then on top of that, they all kind of look like mega knobs. Pretty much. Because they are. Yeah, I know, right? Like, they're, they're just, they just look really damn good. The old I'm black works fan. are basically, they look like grots next to these new models, which is saying something, because they used yep. to be the big 25 mil base guys. Oh, yeah. No, these are awesome. I'm a big fan of the way that these models are turning out. And it starts to justify that price tag, where initially, like, what are the name of those big cavalry guys that you? Steve, you got up? it up. Uh, they're the Gore Gruntas. Gore Gruntas. The Gore, and Gruntas. don't get me wrong; these are not. This is not a cheap box. Set. But it's they're like, bucks Canadian. It's ninety-five, but each model is like the size of a dreadnought. Yeah, oh, yeah. if not bigger.
0: Yeah, because I sent you guys uh, that comparison photo beside a
1: War Jack. on our facebook conversation they're on what what is it a 75 mil oval base and they are like huge on that base well they're they're in that same so the equivalent sort of unit in my opinion would be something like the um uh why cannot think of their name the cohort cybernetica okay the uh,
0: The automaton guys yeah the
1: automata i can't remember their name right now this is bothering me uh but they're 84 i think it is for two robots and a data smith yeah um so when you're talking about the fact that you're basically getting three robots, on uh, size worth, you know that's actually worthwhile.
0: Yeah, and I think for me, a lot of it's going to come down to I'm buying these models. I really hope I don't have to buy like four boxes of them that to play examples. the game. Well, that who knows now. Now we have new points. I don't know. Use. We'll talk about that yeah. when we have information. But those models are great. Dear God, the mock Russia.
1: Oh, yeah. is maybe
0: one of the coolest models that I I'm biased I'm an orc player always have been they've always been my like chub inducing models <laughs> oh I hear you <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> no but
1: it is it is actually pretty cool I mean and that is a huge I don't even like dragon thing I don't it, even know what it yeah, is it's, it used to be a it's, wyvern right it's a maw crusher
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so. I'm actually kind of happy with its price tag because I, I was a little worried it might be the same kind of Bloodthirster 180 buck kind of range, yeah. but it's not. It's 130, which puts it right in line with Colossals from Privateer Press. I agree for an approximately yeah. similarly sized model. I would argue in a lot of ways probably bigger because it's mm. on a bigger
1: base. It's less hefty in the way that the resin isn't just solid. You've got more options. It's more intricate than a lot of the Colossals. Which is
0: changing because they're actually
1: going to plastic Yes, but either way, same sort of equivalency in my mind Yeah,
0: which has it Understandable, so I kind of hope That if I can buy Like one of everything And then maybe a couple, like an extra box of brutes And maybe a few more black orcs Because apparently they're like Shitty grunt infantry or black orcs That's pretty awesome (laughs) (laughs) And they repackage them It's 15 black orcs in a box for 65 bucks Which isn't that bad of a price no, no, when the old box used to be like fifty, sixty bucks for ten. Yeah, yeah, I don't know exactly what the old price was, but this
1: it, it seems like the rare instance of not gouging. So, so now let's talk a little bit about um, the design aesthetic of this because one of the things that I like about Age of Sigmar is the fact that almost all the art is new in a lot of the codices or yep. battle tomes. Uh, you picked up
0: the battle tome. Yep. What do you think of it? It's really cool. Um, it. That was an insightful observation. Let me, let me, let me finish <laughs> with this. Uh, I I gave it a read through. The fluff was a little bit a little dodgy because like Age of Sigmar is really cheesy, right? We kind of established that last episode talking
2: oh, about Sigmar. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so
1: these are, are you kind mocking of like,
2: my celestial war-bringers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So so what genre are all the names inspired by for the orcs? Orcs. Like, okay. they're, they're, I can't. I, I should have brought the book. I was kind of, I was brain farting. I would, I would
1: also accept golf Rock,
0: but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, but all in all, were you impressed with the quality of the book? Did it have, was the art worthwhile? The
0: art was worthwhile. There's something Games Workshop's been doing lately that I'm kind of down on. And that's when they show color schemes. They have a really shitty 2D version yes. of the model. They've done that and then for they a, fill a it long in. time now. So <clears throat> so it's, really. It looks It's like looks the cartoon-style
1: so orthographic with, like, the yes. palette-shifted color schemes. Yeah, yeah, and they're usually the same uh, little, like, sketch projected multiple times with so maybe a little arm change here and there. Yeah, it's the... Yeah. They started doing it, I think, back in the day with the... Um, what was it? The Heraldry and Uniforms yeah. books? Yeah, my Skaven Heraldry and Uniform book and has that. After looking at, like, the same halberdier, five times side by side, it gets a little tiresome. Yeah. Forgeworld does a little better version of that in, like, the Horse Heresy books, yeah. where it looks like a fully rendered, finished, painted model, and, it, like, each of the guys, even if it's just a standard pose space marine, like, in the T-pose or whatever, for, like, game developer-type yep. people, but... Those models, they're they're highly individualized, like the helmets are different, the details are different, yep. the shoulder pads are different, they'll have like, the Raven Guard guy will have like some little bird skulls on his belt, or like tattoos or whatever, they're yep. always intricately detailed, it's not just a copy-paste palette. Which I Whereas this a, one is not. Yeah, yeah that's a little unfortunate, I understand why they're doing it, but
0: Federal definitely edges them there. The nice thing about it, there's a ton of fluff in the book. Like way more fluff than you can really sit down and read. Um, a lot of the times you buy a Codex or an army book, and about an hour later you're done reading all the fluff. Yep, I agree. Traditionally. Now? I
1: haven't, I haven't even read any fluff probably since I was like 18. Other than an army. I, I just, always read my orc books. I just, it's like the
0: one thing that I do.
1: Every I now and, and then I try, books. and it's like, I really like this army, I'm going to sit down and read all the fluff. I'll read like 10 pages, and then just go pick up like a black library novel and just read that instead. No, I, I know what you mean. because <laughs> really <Yeah>, but you
0: <laughs> love yeah. marines, and you get black library books. I don't. I, I have
1: to say, I the the Age of Sigmar stuff is exciting because they have an entire new universe to explore so I think they have to do more background and bringing that to that's life that's true, all the old stuff yeah. blew up So
0: well and to be honest, the book is about the same size as an old codex or army book, Yep. but only has rules for like six models
1: yeah, so I mean, that, that also I think is kind of cool, the fact that you can get the rules online <laughs> um, There, you don't have to pay money for them, but if you want the formations you buy the book and then on top of that you get all the fluff art so it's a, it's an optional you know indulgence purchase which i kind of like
0: i was a little disappointed in the formations they give you because it was basically most of them were take 3 units of of the boars take 3 to 5 units of brutes take 3 and one of and w- oh, w- really yeah and one of them becomes the champion boar or the champion brute and gets like an extra couple wounds and a whatever else and that's your formation you take. So gotcha. it's still a very stripped-down version of, like, the 40K formations then? Yeah. And like, then when even you even more so? But they do have a few more in-depth ones. But the only ones where you start getting into, like, taking a Maw Crusher or, or taking the, the War Boss, whatever the hell they call them now, um, yeah. is when you're getting into the ones where it's kind of a stupidly huge formation that you would actually require... Um, maybe a hundred plus models to play of the new style models. Ugh. That's a bit much.
1: <laughs> See that's the thing that I really liked about some of the formations uh in like the Mechanicum or in even the Eldar books, that kind of thing where you're still like five yeah, or less models kind you of You get thing. like like the for example the Guardian um the Guardian formations where it's like grab two squads or three squads of Guardians, a weapons platform, and a squad of vipers. Like just sort of random stuff. That you might have kicking around that you would have never used before, but is just awesome. That it finally has benefit. So the fact that it's just copy and paste formations,
0: eh. Although, the, here's the thing. So as much as it's a downside for me, they don't know how to build Age of Sigmar armies at this point That's because at, until the new book drops in the next month or two, According maybe sooner. To rumors, who knows? Um, we have no idea what's going to happen, yep. right? Uh, but the artwork is really great. Aside from the the painting guides the different factions were about as, maybe a little weaker in differentiation than we found in the Sigmarines. Um, And there weren't as many of them. Gotcha. Uh, They're really kind of pushing these bad moons hard. Which I'm okay with, because I'm totally painting them that way. Oh yeah, you should paint the yellow for sure. Um, But I'm going to do my more muted yellow with lots of chipping. Good. Good. So you can't see, but most of us are just
1: staring at word right now. <laughs> uh, so speaking of that, the sort of aesthetic that you're going with, uh, what do you think of the change? Um, do you think the change is, is for the better to go sort of more? Because t- to me it looks a little more like their 40k orcs
0: now. The, here's the thing. It's not a change. It's an addition. Orcs still exist with all of their old models. And they released the destruction book in the same day. So you still have every rule for every model, barring special characters, that was in the range before. They haven't got rid of anything. Oh, I realized that. Didn't they discontinue a couple of models like Fanatics or whatever?
1: Nope, they're their own unit now. Oh, but maybe they don't sell the old miniatures or whatever. I thought they pulled them. The only them.
2: thing I've heard is they've got rid of some of the named characters.
0: That's, that's, yes, that was, makes sense. I was in the store talking to them. Just named characters are gone, but you still, the models can be represented okay. as the regular character, right? Like, so, as Hag the Slaughterer is a war boss on a wyvern. Right? Okay. So, it's, the aesthetic's really nice because it's allowing someone that loves orcs to be able to get into Age of Sigmar and you don't have to paint up 100 plus models. Like, they're yes. giving you that option of that Terminator Army style model count yes. to play orcs. I like that.
1: But as for the, like just the general aesthetic of the new models, uh, what do you guys think? Like, I'm talking not the general army and how to play it do you actually like the fact that they're moving more towards that Terminator style? like uh,
0: Orcs and big armor? Hell yeah. Yep, yeah, I agree. I'm totally in that. It, just, it's very ramshackle armor too. Like When you're putting it together, it's also of yeah. layers on the individual models. How about everybody else? Podcast. Oh. I know you're I love, in I, You know
2: what? I don't like orcs, but I I really like the Maw Crusher. The Maw, Maw Crusher is an awesome looking model. I can't wait to see it in real. Aren't orcs the only army you don't have?
0: Technically no. not true. He's no, got orcs for forty k. No, I, 40K. I, I, I
2: have. Uh, you have forty k for orcs? Yeah, I do. Or orcs for forty k? I
1: have,
0: have yeah, a I master.
2: I had
1: no
0: idea. Yeah, he's got evil sons. Evil sons.
1: Really? Oh, yeah. Don't you remember all the freehand and all the vehicles and everything? No, it might have so many armies. That I missed one. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. You have probably <laughs> missed more than that. When you see the freehand on it, you'll probably be like, "How yeah, yeah, do I remember?" I remember. I remember your deck, Okay. Yes, yeah. Okay. Like the freehand, like the orc glyph face and checkers everywhere. Like the freehands. I do yeah, know like yeah, the ones you're talking about. Exactly. Guys. Yeah.
3: How about really you, dude, yeah. How, yeah. What do you I think? think? I like the look of the new orcs. Or orcs. Uh. <laughs> yeah,
0: just gonna... say, if you say it fast enough, it's really orcs. the same thing.
3: Just slur it. Yeah, yeah, right. uh, orcs. <laughs> I think the new design, I love how big they are. It's, yeah.
1: And their axes are so fucking huge. Like, unwieldy they do... huge, like, not usable in real life. Absolutely. nothing perfect. Because they don't need to oh, rank obviously. up anymore, for starters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I round know. bases for that are massively freeing for having just big, unwieldy heavy fucking infantry
0: so we're all on board with the general newest new style that's kind of i surprising. do have one critique with the new aesthetic of models and that's the fact that they're moving away from the very brian nelson influenced faces for works yeah and they have been for about four years now the mouths are very different from the way they
1: used to be sculpted like the original like, yeah third edition orc plastic mouths had a very distinct easy to paint kind of aesthetic to them Yes. and they they are definitely moving away from that. But like do you those think original the faces are going a little bit downhill, but that is probably the only downside I the, see. And now you're talking the like the third eds, not a third ed, the starter set uh models that had the that particular
0: sculpt. No, we're talking like imagine remember, do you remember the either the like box the, the boys? The Slug of Slugger Choppa Boy
1: box? Yeah, 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 yeah. The heads on that. I find those those style heads a lot easier like a couple years later when they came out with like the um Ludas and stuff like that, where they the heads started being sculpted yeah, yeah. a little bit differently, and they're harder to paint. So that was also the Empire Orcs uh, starter set for
0: fantasy. Would have been a, a similar yes. style to those. Yeah, yeah. That's the what biggest I'm difference about. I've found is that on the inside, like out around the mouth, yeah, um, used to be very round, so you could get a very like natural flow to the the, and the, uh, teeth, the shading and also on the teeth relatively easy to paint. And
1: the teeth, well, the teeth, whatever. It's not I, that I actually thought the teeth because that's where a lot of uh, beginner painters get frustrated is doing fine details on faces and that kind of thing, and I always found orcs were a great place to start because they had such exaggerated features. Well, they
0: still have really big teeth. The only yeah. difference on the teeth now is instead of being um, kind of straight up and down like you would a yeah. normal mouth, they all have that op- open mouth screaming thing with yeah. the teeth are kind of, yeah. Very but, the, like. but the difference is it used to be the very round, smooth curves on the face, yeah. and now it's very angular and deep grooves. That doesn 't look natural okay like cool. it's to that point where you 're like, am I supposed to edge
1: highlight this face rather than blend it because mm-hmm. there's sharp flat surfaces it's I do think the faces are literally the one downside to these New York models. It might they wash they up real nice though that way. who knows it's possible, but I do i don't know I did paint some works back in the day, like I did paint a couple of units and a bunch of characters and stuff. I painted a lot of random things while painting space Marines back in the day to keep me interested. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the I do find the new style work faces are harder to paint, for gotcha. sure. The The 3rd Ed necro- slash Gorka Morka metal model faces are, were much easier to paint.
0: Cool. Yeah. That being said, I still give the release 5 out of 5 packs. Wow. Full 5. I guess it is green skins, so. Yep. Yeah. It's they, <laughs> they have to go really, really off books and, like, muck it up hard. Um, multiple left turns, kind of thing, for me to not love an orc release. I would give it
1: a four, just because again, price is pretty high. We talked a little bit about new armors, be- new new players being able to do that army style where they have like the terminator style army where they can buy less. It's still really expensive. I mean, you pick up a couple of units here, you're in for like three hundred bucks.
0: In my mind, it was basically five hundred bucks for a bunch of these new things or. I could start a Horde's army for War Machine.
1: Yeah, and I mean, even... Uh, yeah, Infinity, you've got a ton of stuff you can pick up for that price, drop zone. Oh, I could
0: like, buy a brand new faction with lots yeah, of depth for So that's my only that complaint,
1: price. is, again, it might change depending on organized play formats. And what the points totals end up being. That could yeah. be really... I think there's a lot of win they could have there if you can get away with like an army is 300 bucks. That's a pretty good number for an army right now, for a, sort of a you know hobby type thing. So... I'm gonna go with a four, tentatively a five, depending on.
0: I, I kind of want to just elaborate a little bit on that point. I was actually having a conversation with Kyle from uh, Imaginary Wars in Calgary about the notion of because I, I made a comment where I was saying I hope that the proper point, like proper game point size, is not too ridiculous. Yeah. kind I want to know how much I need to buy to approximately play, and I kind of meant that where you know what you're gonna walk into a store and everyone's playing approximately that size, so you yep. know how much you need. And we were really having a good conversation about the fact that they're apparently running seven hundred and fifty point to a thousand point games of forty k down at his store, oh and yeah. loving it. Oh yeah. And so I think hopefully you could make Warhammer more affordable if not everyone's if everyone's not just always playing these really high tournament point sizes.
1: Oh yeah, and I mean that that's I agree I totally agree that the problem is with that's a different rant, but yeah, yeah I <laughs> am on on board with that except for at a larger event, because you do need some Swiss Army knife-type
0: tools. And that, you get a little more rock, paper, scissory. Yeah, I mean? but the punchline is, if yeah. if Age of Sigmar continues to be a little bit more of a beer and pretzels game... Yeah, you can go small. and I think We it's can fly. go small, and I think yeah. that's... like That, for me, is making it really appealing right now, where I could buy one of everything and then a, a couple extras, and maybe that's an army.
1: Yep, Yeah, I agree. And that always was one of the failings of the Warhammer Fantasy system was... A lot of the armies with their like minimum one of this character, minimum one of this character, minimum number of units, a lot of armies like literally could not be fielded under 500 points. Like Tomb Kings were one of them. Yeah. By the time you had the Hierophant and the, um, to the Tomb make Prince work. or King and all these other requirements, like you literally could not field a yeah. legal army below certain sizes. And so if they make it more. Here's the skirmish level, and it actually scales up relatively well. If they finally strike that balance with the new point system, and this is something we talked about yeah. for ages, yeah, would be counter, very welcome. Wound counter units suck. You want every model to be worth something and worth painting, and yep.
0: that's I hope that's what you. And I think with this release, because there isn't really any chaff, yeah, it kind of it strikes that chord. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to give it a four. How about you guys?
2: No, I'm going to give it a four, and it doesn't get a five because I'm not an orc fan, but the models <laughs> are beautiful. So, so what you're yeah. saying is
0: you're racist.
1: should so yeah. sure I give I every
2: totally.
0: Space Marine release a 3 then?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I gave you a 4 still. Hey, what, what the
3: hell are you playing for? What the hell? Or how about you? I'm going to go with a 4 as well, just I'm not running out and buying it. I like the aesthetic, absolutely, Yeah, but it's not the army that I would play for Age of Sigmar. Dan, how about you?
1: Uh, if it was strictly on the models with no dollars associated, I'd probably give it a 4 or 4.5, but I'd probably be a little more in the 3, 3.5 range, just because... The individual characters are so awesome and they're like $40 plus dollars. But that's Game's Workshop. For like $37 for the cheap I agree. one or something. The, the individual one off models as a collector the guy with are the getting Christ out of your The range. musician type guy. I don't know what he's called. The guy
0: with them. the glow sticks? That looks. He looks cool. And he's, I think, around that forty. You're like the first person that I've ever heard that, when talking about the entire range, has commented on how cool that model looks. Yeah, most people are like really cool. Most people are like everyone except the guy at the rave with the glow sticks. I
1: thought he was pretty sweet, but (laughs) I also like the way they painted him. I have to. It is kind of cool. Like I do, kind of like the idea of the OSL glow effect, but it's doing bright glowing green on top of like like bleach bone color. You don't get any contrast, so I think they would have had to have painted it differently for that effect to really be. But that's beside the point. Like, the characters for me are too expensive, and that's a big down point for... You used to be able to pick up, like, that character's really cool. He's like 20 bucks, and then you get slowly sucked. Or $10. And you get slowly sucked into collecting an army because you bought that one model, you painted it, you had fun, you buy another thing, and you snowball. But now it's like, oh, that shaman is $40. I'm gonna go but back that's up every Games Workshop model now. Like, do they have a model under $30 anymore? A special character when I started, like, Dante, was expensive at 14 bucks, And I was like, <laughs> that was something you had to wait to pick up. Anyways, uh, the reason I, I wanted to say, the reason I like the War Chanter is he reminds me of the dudes in uh, uh, Fury Road on the crazy uh, music machine thing. Oh, uh, okay. If the drumsticks were on fire, I'd yeah. be all in. I'd, that'd be, like, full-on five stars. I thought he was pretty sweet. You pretty just pretty need to nice. sculpt some flames. All right. Well, I think challenge we've, accepted. <laughs> I think we've kind of uh, beat that one. Everybody's, I think, pretty happy with it all in all, which is kind of shocking for a fantasy type yep. release. I was very curious to see one of their first because the the fire slayer dwarves are kind of really weird, and nobody really keyed off on them. I think, but because they were, have keys. loved them because they had beards. Lizardmen were a re release. There wasn't anything really new. Yeah, so I think the orcs were to me one of the first like new content releases in a lot of ways. Really that like, weren't just more Chaos Marines. Like I really like the corn guys uh quite a bit, but I've never really been a Chaos fan. It's, I'm sort of in the same boat, orcs, orcs, and the Corn stuff, all really well sculpted. Nice models. Yeah. Just not my cup of tea. So I'm uh, I'm waiting so, for something that really I'm honestly Dark Elves. I want to see what they do with that Dark Eldar kind of it It'll be interesting to see what they do with elves, for sure. So, what we've got going on here is you're into Age of Sigmar. Tom's fallen a little bit.
0: Realistically speaking, over the course of the next year, I'll probably paint up an Age of Sigmar army, but I'm not going to jump into playing it right away.
1: Yeah, but I'm... Depending on what they do, I'm interested. And if there was something that uh, was more in my style of painting, I would have picked up an army, too, or gotten a few new units, maybe for my Skaven or whatever else. Um...
0: Yeah, we might have some I, Age of Sigmar going on around here. We might, and it's just one of those things where the game is so new that we just don't know. Yeah. Right? We haven't seen an Elf release yet. Yeah. Alef, whatever fuck they call it. whatever.
1: or whatever? Are they, how do they spell it? Is I it think, A-E-L-F or something? Yeah, it yeah Might even be another E in there. So if no. you just drop the E, then Tom's in for two armies. If they're just the Elf <laughs> Oh, if elf they give army. me wood. Yeah.
0: <laughs> An oh, ALF sorry. Release. I took that. Yeah, no, I was, ALF I was just saying Elf. If it's Elf yeah. army. Oh my god! If there was an Elf army for any <laughs> game system ever, I would buy them all. An Aelf army. If there is an Aelf army. It's for Infinity. Yeah. and it's the AI guys. Oh yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. Moving on. That's fair. So for me being like really happy and positive. So I see. I can be happy and positive and supportive about things every once in a while, as um, long as they're green skins. I'm, I wanna maybe talk about something that Games Workshop's doing lately that really pisses me off, more specifically Forge World. <laughs> um, so there's this idea that companies are releasing con-specific or limited edition models that you can only get at specific events.
2: Yep. And Games Workshop's been doing it for years. years. It's yeah.
0: not new. The go- but, uh, Games Day model, every yeah. year. Yep. Um, but it used to be a lot easier back in the day when there was like four Games Days in North America. Yeah, plus like seven in Europe or whatever. Yeah, so and it was not that hard to get it. And oftentimes, the cool thing about those models is it was if you went, it was free with admission.
1: Yeah, and the other thing that was cool is I was staff for a lot of those years, and staff would always and get staff them for free. always got one for free too. Yeah. So I have a bunch of the GD uh, models from that period. So it was it was cool. And the thing is, is they never had any rules though, which kind of sucked. They were yeah. just characters, but they were
0: just cool looking yeah. character models for your existing armies. Yeah. right. Um, now the way most companies are doing dealing with con exclusive models now is that j- while that con is open, you can actually order that model off from their web store because they realize that not everyone can get to Indiana or Indianapolis mm-hmm. or somewhere in Spain or whatever the fuck else is going on. But there's one army I love for 40k and that or 30k, whatever you want to call it, and that's my Iron Warriors. And Forge World's event exclusive model, Iron Circle. Is this amazing, like gorgeous Iron Circle model that I can't get unless I've got someone at a con that I can give money to to bring one back, or eBay? And
1: the the real kicker, in a lot of ways, is a lot of the American um, conventions that happen like spring, early summer, they're not getting the New Year's um, like Iron Circle and some of the other. I think they also have like a Terminator Champion type guy from the um, Sons of Horus. But those okay. are so; those are going to be at like next year's, like whatever, the, Adepticon or whatever. So they have to wait like eleven months or whatever to get the
0: model that's just coming out now. And it's also a model they released rules for a decent while ago. Yeah, this doesn't have another model. Like yeah. the best co- event exclusive model. Oh my are god, varied. that Iron
1: Circle model is amazing.
0: Right? Like that's Holy six god. out of five pucks.
1: Bananas. <laughs> that looks like some sort of like. Marvel War Machine suit meets 40k meets Terminator.
0: With hazard stripes. Meets yeah. sculpted immaculately. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> Yeah, cool. that's that's a
1: ridiculous model. for. There is some speculation that like some of the other Forge World specific models it might become available as like a squadron later, but we don't know that right now. And for Iron Warriors players, that's got to be a kick in the balls. Especially if they're in North America or South
0: America or wherever. Yeah, Can you imagine oh like the the Kiwis? how, like, butthurt they be right now. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not feeling good about life right now. Um, so, I think for me, and I'll open it up after my little rant here, the best event-exclusive models are variants that you know are variants and are not going to be something that's going to make or break your collection. Alternate pose and that sort of a thing? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, like
1: That's exactly what the old G D uh, models were. You got a space marine captain that had a uh, really cool pose, was smashing an orc or something like that. Like, it wasn't, and he just was a captain.
2: Nothing crazy beyond that. I
0: was a fan. So uh, what other companies have been doing event-exclusive models? Like, what kind of stuff do you see with the games that you guys play?
2: Uh, Hawk does Hawk. it. Hawk. Uh, they have, it. uh, but it's all, like you said, it's alternative models. You, you don't need it. It's just but gives I you I a do. different skull <laughs> <laughs> But we do, yes. Didn't it's they do the, a uh, building for one of them? No, no, no. They do have buildings, but their their first oh. one, I think, was the, uh, the Resistance double-decker British bus for the... Yeah, which I totally
0: wish which, I knew was there while I was there and should, I was able to buy it. I'm just yeah. like, just wasn't even thinking. Yeah.
2: yeah. And the newest one is the P H R. Read that <laughs>
0: in whoa. hand check. Both hands
2: above the table. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. There was presentation there. there? <laughs> it's the alternate to the Neptune, which is the most common dropship, at least in my fleet. And it looks spectacular, but like I said, it's an alternate model. You you can just use the regular ones. You don't have to have it, but if you have it, it gives a wow factor to your army. Yeah. Oh, just fucking pull it off. There
3: <laughs> <laughs> we go. I feel so bad. It's it's uh it's on my list for sure. So I'm hoping that there's a bunch of LVO um. I mm, want six kits. You <laughs> want I'm six? Get in line, <laughs> baby <buddy> boy. <laughs> That's why I'm going to the LVO, apparently, is for the. Uh, limited Not to play models. games. Not to play games. It's Strictly just, to
1: buy convention exclusive models. <laughs> you yep. know what? That's worth
3: it. And I, and I find location is a big thing. Like, Canada, we've got nothing. There literally is nothing There's here.
2: There's nothing,
0: right? So. What's the biggest con in Canada? The South Ontario Open, maybe? Maybe isn't
2: Is it? Um, what's that one that's there's one that's in Saskatchewan, isn't it? That's um,
0: no, that that was only forty k. Okay, or no, that wasn't Saskatchewan.
2: That was in Manitoba. Astronomicon, yeah,
3: Astronomicon, yeah, So, so, yeah. so they they do two. There's one in Ontario, and typically one was in Winnipeg. But I think the Winnipeg one, the plug was pulled on. So, yeah,
0: so like we've it. never had a big con. We've got we ha- we have a lot of smaller events that like small big events where lots of stuff's going on. But manufacturers do not come to Canada. No. Well, we're a Econom- small
1: market. Economically and travel-wise, it doesn't make sense. I mean, flights within the U.S. are much cheaper than flights from the U.S. to Canada. There's no way around that. You're just doubling your price tag. Yep. So yeah. we're, we don't get a lot of the major conventions, that's for sure. Especially considering none of the manufacturers generally are based in Canada. That's not helping our cause. No. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> so when you know somebody's going to an event... Do you find that piggybacking on their travels is acceptable or not acceptable?
0: Honestly, I think it's a dick move, f- for the most part. The num—here's the thing.
3: Yeah, Yo, oh you no, know, I'm I'm agreeing with you. That's never been me yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> you called me a dick. Move? No, I mean there are exceptions to the rule. I think like, it's got to oh, be within moderation. If if I'm a close friend of yours and you ask me to bring back a model, I'm sure that I can probably do something for you. However, if if you're just basically on like a group and you're just like hey is anybody going to this Do you want to pick me up this and I'm just like I don't I don't know you from like a hole in the wall so no <laughs> I'm am not going to bring you you're back not in are putting it there right yeah Well I don't know what they're putting I mean just shove money and then I'm supposed to take it I don't know how it works but anyway
0: Short Park actually has a new place now where you can go that's RCMP monitored for making internet exchanges Weird. Oh, I okay. thought you were
1: gonna say it's like an RCMP
3: monitor glory <laughs> hole. That would be pretty amazing. That's kind, of, kind of what I was getting from this whole discussion. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I find that if you're if you're asking for somebody to pick you up something, you should probably know them pretty well rather than just make. Blatant uh, requests, for and people if you can, can do cash up
1: front, that helps a lot. Getting, oh, absolutely! Buying stuff in advance, like coming back with a suitcase full of models, and then having people flake out—that's not going to be pleasant for anyone.
3: Flake out, or I mean, the other thing is just like I'm spending the money that I went down to the convention on so and so's models, and then I'm going to get that money back where I could have bought myself more models potentially at. Said and the other
0: thing too is that when you're getting charged for almost every bag you take with you these days, it can be tough. Yeah. So it's not to say that I'm totally against it, but you gotta be really mindful of what you're asking of your friends, right? Like Mm -hmm. if they're going to an event, which if you've never been to a big con or event like that before, you're busy the whole time you're there. So I'm
1: gonna disagree and think and I'm gonna say you should go to the con and get the model. Or eBay it. That's the point. I actually don't like the fact that you can web order a lot of these things. I it's a draw. I'm gonna go completely opposite. I think it's important to have it at the con. I think that's cool.
0: I agree. If it's mo- if the cons are if more, it's more accessible. accessible,
1: we're complaining because we live in one of the most northerly populated cities on the planet. That's yeah, what Edmonton is geographically like yep. way the fuck up there. So it's kind of on us. <laughs> we're not in the middle of anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but it's we can't even fly to saying. Toronto for a major major
0: gaming con. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, flying from Toronto to Toronto from here is equivalent to, like, flying from England to Moscow or something ridiculous. Like, it's it's huge.
0: No, but there isn't even a major gaming con in Toronto or Montreal or no, Vancouver. that you're
1: going to see something like Corvus Bell. I right, right.
0: so it's attack. why it's, it's oh, not yeah. fully accept, accessible because Canada is a pretty strong gaming country.
1: Yeah, but we can get to Gen Con. And, I mean, guys over in Europe can't uh, as easily. We have a pretty easy time to get there. So... At the same time, I am totally against special rules for models giving out at cons. I think that is bullshit, but I think if you want the special um, alternate alternate pose, like I still really would like to get the Van Zant model uh, from Corvus Belli from US Ariadna. Uh, he's got a really cool pose, would love to grab him, probably not going to get to, uh, and that's just, if I really want him, eBay it,
0: you know? And I did eventually eBay my Games Day Black Orc. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's pretty awesome. It so, took me a lot of years of just watching the price slowly increase and then crying a little on the inside. Yep. Before yeah, I so pulled the trigger. The one that looked
1: like a better Grimgore?
0: Yeah. 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 I the I one that, that had. Double
1: handing the axe? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> That model is totally going in my orcs, by the way. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like a line trooper
3: now. So sounds, He'll be a unit leader.
0: <laughs> how sad is... Oh, man, that's depressing.
1: Plastic, man. That's the joys of plastic. So it Bigger sounds models. like
3: we all like the limited edition models from events and well, such. Let's so. face it,
1: we're gamers. We like limited edition. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah we we're suckers for we anything. We just wish collected. it was easier to get. That's, I just think you weird. should need to work for it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but there's work for it, and then there's go to England work for yeah, it. Yeah, I know, uh, I know, I know. Come
1: on. I know, but even then, if you are that hardcore of an Iron Warriors fan, you should go to England and get your model. Make the pilgrimage to the Holy Land.
2: The words
1: you're you, Steve. Go and make Aaron Demsky Bowden sign your book for a third time. Yep, because the look on his face when you get him to sign something that's already been signed and personalized by him is fucking awesome. As you did this, note. yeah. Because the, the limited edition, like, $70 um, Horace Heresy books are signed and numbered by the author, right? And then you so, saw him and so got So st- st- I had a stack of books of his to sign, and some of them were already signed, and the look on his face was like, what the fuck? Do you have any idea how many of these signatures I've given today, and these books are already signed? <laughs> You're an asshole! <laughs> it was pretty pretty awesome. Was that at that uh, Chestermere? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, speaking of cons, we had a crazy con in, like, a nowhere town in Alberta. That was a pretty insane situation.
0: Yeah. Was but that was a one-off. Yeah. That was a one-off. Which apparently up. was a huge success. I don't know how. Uh, well the mayor
1: showed up as a sister
0: of battle or an inquisitor yeah, or something. Which is so pretty sweet. there
1: was some pretty strong local community support for that.
0: Yeah, that's super <laughs> weird and too. here's the thing. Whenever I talk that's about cool. Alberta, I know we're in the middle of nowhere, but we've reliably had two of the best selling games workshops in one city oh yeah I know in the whole chain that's true in the whole chain that's true I blame the winter for it because people are stuck
1: inside yeah Uh, but yeah no you're right we do have a huge uh, community but the thing is if you bring and ship a bunch of product here and you don't sell it all you either got to ship it back or dump it cheap so it's a pain to get out here because it's the closest other city is really calgary so (laughs) how about the alternative of if you don't have to show up in person what about is it malifaux where you get the limited edition models as like an add-on if you spend x amount of dollars that's what that's that's how they do it for so you still kind of have to work for it in a sense of buying other product yeah i don't have a problem with that i I like the con thing i really think that's cool ends up like just a bonus and if you do make it too easy to get it does water it down a little bit like if everyone has it it's not special but if, like, 1% of people have it and no one else has a chance, that's not really fair. Yeah. So there, there is probably some happy middle ground in there somewhere. But, I mean, you get to this point where, like, you could go down the same rabbit hole where if you know the sculptor and you got him to sculpt something on his spare time for you, just as a one-off. You know, like, there's a there's a certain amount of, <laughs> here's the official con model, you went to the con, you got it, I think that's just makes sense.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but I do think the punchline for me, they're great. To, the fact that there are one off models like that are great for the game.
1: Oh, and yeah, if, you, and totally. if you do know somebody that's going, hopefully it's somebody that you know well. Hopefully it's somebody that you trust. You can give a little bit, like 20 bucks up front to go get a model, and they don't have to front it all on their credit cards on their travel. Yeah. There is some etiquette to doing the pack mule thing. Yeah, just don't be a dick about it. Be polite. It's kind of the rule of life. Don't be a dick. Be a dude. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Yeah. This is my struggle. Moving on? Nope. Keeping the hobby going in the summer. Oh, right. Captain Carr. Yep. I totally get this. Weather's nice. You're outside. You got other hobbies, other sports, whatever. Patios. Patios, beer. That's a big one for me. (laughs) Uh, It takes a lot of time, a lot of hard work.
0: Well, we were all waiting on your patio drinking beer when you got here today. (laughs) Yes, that's
1: true. Uh, So uh, how do you try and avoid it? (laughs) <laughs> like in the silence everybody's just
3: like Whew. hopefully you have a, a a group of fellows that can help motivate you and i mean like if i didn't have this i probably wouldn't see you guys as much as i normally do now that's true so, right so having a 100%. good core of people that maybe you can do like a uh, get together and paint or get together and build models. Get together
1: and lose space marines. Yeah. yeah. Get together
3: and build ramen's noodle shops. When yes, that'll in. be a thing. Yes.
1: So one of the things that uh, I remember fondly from when I was much younger is in the summer I had time to run campaigns because I wasn't doing school or university or whatever else. Oh god, summer vacation. The summer vacation. I missed that. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? Right? Some of, some of my uh, uh, best hobbying sessions were in the summer because Campaigns were running, and you had models. I remember playing in a couple Mordheim campaigns over the summer where I did up yep. Mordheim models. So I want to say, if you really want to keep your hobby going in the summer, set up a campaign or a league.
0: The other thing, which unfortunately is going by the wayside right now, but there used to be, especially back when we were all in university, there were tournaments that would happen in the summer as well. If there's any events you can plan on going to, yeah, and especially where we're in the frozen north, where it's easier to travel, that helps keep you motivated as well
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, you know what there's 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 actually a flip side to that because as you get out of university and you get a significant other and some children you don't have time in the summer anymore and that's why dude, when, the, it's when the kids are on killed. summer vacation the you parents do. are in babysitting mode yeah yeah <laughs>
1: exactly so i think that's why honestly like the low-key sort of leagues you can get a game in with a buddy over the summer it's again easier to walk between houses whatever you're doing have a few beers. Um, I think the the leagues are, are really cool, and I think that's the way to go, because I have such fond memories of summer leagues.
0: Well, and Games Workshop used to have the summer
1: campaign. Yeah, exactly, right? I remember getting in so many games for Armageddon because I needed to make sure that my salamanders won,
0: that the Imperium <laughs> was And you victorious. had the time to go to the store every week and play.
1: Yeah, I also, yeah, I, was, I worked there, too, so there was that. Or I think <laughs> Armageddon, I didn't. I that wasn't I was too young at that point. Yeah, but anyways, you would have been. Uh, I remember playing my buddy's orcs in his garage, nice. and like hot summer day, just getting in tons of games. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, another tip: uh, don't use fine cast models if you're going to do outside gaming, or yeah, or most resin in, is, in general. That is a pro <laughs> tip. Don't do that. They they droop. They may not. They won't melt on you unless it's like insanely hot. But they definitely will droop. I <laughs> saw or, 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 or the foot
0: of a Mangler Squig. It'll just like evaporate. But really? Saw, mm. Yeah.
1: Somebody and I saw in uh, one of the Facebook groups the other day. Somebody posted a picture of. I think they were building a Thunderhawk for a friend or something, and it was, like, left in a car for an afternoon. Oh, no. And so it's super droopy on one side. Or, like,
2: oh, it
1: is no. very depressing to have, like, the wing and uh, the tail section on one side. Like, it looks like the Thunderhawk had a stroke. <laughs> the one side, it just lost no. all muscle tension. I, I had a
3: Tao um, hammerhead like that. It melted plastic, mm. not even just resin. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, it was a hot day. That's wow. Edmonton
1: does have some of the biggest like severe swings in terms of our low temperature in winter, versus like today it's May, and it was yeah. like thirty degrees. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one that of the other things not reasonable. So. speaking of, of <laughs> the dangers of playing or playing outside, uh, but it's one of my favorite things to play games outside. It's hilarious. We got burnt
0: so bad that one day. Oh Steve. my god,
1: we played a game of forty k.
0: Yeah, it was my first game of six? six.
1: I think it was. Yeah, we played outside. Dark Eldar versus...
0: Imperial Guard.
1: Imperial It was guard. real bad. That's it right. It was
0: real bad. And it was super fun. I actually really enjoyed the fact... I don't even remember who won or what happened. Oh, you kicked <laughs> my ass, because I just was like, build me an army, Steve. And you're like, okay. Grenade and launchers then, are the best. And then they, they are like, the best. <laughs> and, and then you like brought your like Dark Eldar tournament list or something.
1: Uh, tournament list, Dark Eldar, that's kind of an oxymoron. But they might have been better than my guard with grenade launchers. So I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> um... No,
1: I playing games outside is a great way to keep the hobby going cuz again it's at least in our climate is one of the few times you can get outside and do that. It's kind of just the novelty factor. There's a massive novelty factor. Yeah, exactly. So, as far as avoiding hey, outdoor hammers a thing. It is. Yeah, and I mean, keeping the hobby going, it's it is going to drop off. I think Everybody is going to want to get outside. It's, you cannot paint outside. Don't do that.
0: And especially that's in Edmonton, it's a festival city. When yep. Once June hits, yep. there's something happening every weekend.
1: Yeah. It is tough to keep it going, but I think that's why you might slow down on the hobby side of things, but get keep games going, keep working on individual projects here and there, and yep. you, you, you will get some progress, mate.
3: Try to attend uh, events when you can, right? So, yep. I mean, some do happen in the summer. So I know uh, Team OP is running their Calgary event in the summer, yeah, the Calgary events. Uh, Warhammered every August. GWNG is uh, doing their brawls monthly, so... Yeah, just stay involved
0: in the community. I think, yep. whether through leagues, events, whatever else. Yeah, it does sound
1: like a good system where if you're doing more of the hobby and painting in the winter where you're kind of locked in your basement with the heat cranked, yep. just trying to not die from exposure to the elements. <laughs> like, that's a good way to spend the winter. Yeah, And then in the summer, if you're actually getting out and playing games and being more active and sociable and drinky... Yeah, exactly. Life is going to be good. I think that's a good way of setting it up to keep yourself motivated, have that seasonal swing a little bit, and uh, yeah, and
0: yeah. maybe you'll paint up the one or two models to round out your list while you're doing it. Yeah,
1: exactly, because that's still reasonable, assuming you don't fucking lose them. Sorry, I'm a little <laughs> better. <laughs> that's that's my plan is to paint up models this summer that I have sort of half finished, like things that I can pick up a model and just do a couple things on, an hour here and there, and then like run back outside or whatever's happened. Yeah, that's yeah. my plan. So, and that's always been my plan since. I don't know, 10 years ago. That's how I do things in the summer. And then prolific in the winter. And I'm sure Mike will just continue to be prolific. He's probably just sitting here laughing I actually do no,
2: I actually slowed down the summer because... Really? But it's not for the reasons you think. It's because... No air conditioning. There's no air conditioning. It's too hot. <laughs> the paint dries too fast. That makes sense. And it doesn't look as nice. So... Yeah, if you live on, like,
1: the top floor of a walk-up or in an apartment or something, the whole hot air rises thing sucks. It is not your friend. That makes sense. That was what I was going with. Don't paint outside because your paint usually dries super fast, and it's way too bright, and you can't really see what you're doing. I'm correctly. kind
3: of glad I have a basement now. So,
1: oh, central air was one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> I have to admit.
2: Don't get me wrong; I'll still go pretty fast. Oh, you'll I'll beat be- me. <laughs> You'll still paint
1: more than all of us <laughs> combined. <without a>
2: doubt. <laughs> I'm just saying, I does slow down. Last summer, for me, case it's impressive. Yeah,
1: yeah. Last behavior. summer, case in point. That's exactly right. Our challenge with John Wong—you were the only man <laughs> that was holding the line. And even then, it was... Pop. I tried. Oh, I dude. tried. <laughs> it wasn't so good. <laughs> Kirahi approves.
0: You, you had, like, the really good Battletech push.
1: Oh, nice Kirahi reference. I like that.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was It wasn't ideal. But, uh, yeah, be active, be social. You'll, You'll see Because we'll be at a lot of these events in the
1: summer. I know I will be, because I'm going to be around all summer. Well, you
0: know, I might even be start, starting to go to these brawls if they start running Malifaux at them. Like, yeah. why the hell wouldn't I go play games of Malifaux? Yeah, exactly. That's, That's what fun. I
2: do. Yep. So,
1: and I know I will if if there's an Age of Sigmar Warhammered or whatever they're going to Age of Sigmar. I think it
2: actually is uh, Warhammer. I think it, I could be wrong, so don't quote me. But I think the Warhammered is now Age of Sigmar Hammered. I haven't
1: heard exactly what's going on with with Paul's event, but I know if Age there's a spot, of being Hammered. I will go. <laughs> that is one of the most fun events, uh, and you have to bring your 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 fun pants. Like you can't take that as a serious hardcore tournament because it is just. So social, so fun, so off the wall. I love that event. I'll be going to that one. Cool, cool, cool. I'll yeah. probably be working. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing new. Always with, but yeah. uh, you know what? We should start a Battle Tech League. For real. This summer outside, I feel like that would be a throwback <laughs> to my childhood. I might enjoy that. That could be fun. Could be fun. A a summer Outdoor Battle Tech League? Because I had the original uh, battle... Like, my first tabletop game was when I was way too young to figure out what was going on because it was so complex. Uh, but it had I still like don't the, really know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> where you had, like, the fold-out hex map and all the uh, yeah. models were cardboard. Yeah. Like, I didn't have a mm-hmm. single actual
0: miniature. They were just cutouts. I would... Uh, that... I would play that. That's fir- kind of you a fun thing. You know what? The very first like, nerd game that I ever played was Magic the Gathering on a camping trip with friends of the family.
3: Really? Oh, God. Uh, They're terrible I, people. <laughs> <laughs> I played both of those games when I was in scouts camping. Right? Yeah. Okay, so maybe this summer we need to have like a full-on throwback
1: battle tech, and not magic, though, because I don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll talk about what I really want to do when we're not on air, because I don't Oh, I don't want to spoil this, but we should do something fun. That's we fun. should. <laughs>
1: that sounded, could be sexual?
0: <laughs> Vaguely. Uh, All right, on that did,
3: did, terrifying So, note, War, tell
0: us what events are coming up, so we can stop just having me ramble. I
3: was yep. scared that we'd have to go to the RCMP area and <laughs> <laughs> exchange things. Um, the, so the RCMP glory hole? Yes. Uh, coming up on May 14th is For the Children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is a That's church. a terrible segue. <laughs> yep, here, I don't want to be it is the charity event <laughs> oh. to help raise funds oh for God. the local park in Calgary. It's a multi system event. Go to it. Give them your money. And if you can't go, send money. Send money. Uh, May 19th to the 22nd, the Lords of the Land. They still are going to play some video games, some 40k, and some magic. The best internet connection in all of the land.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I hope that was a pun.
3: Uh, I got nothing. Uh, May 28th you is mean, the X-Wing on. Regional at Dragon's Den. It is the um, Saskatchewan, of course, regional event. Uh, the only regional event after that will be B.C. that is close by. So you can make some trips if you can. There's actually none in Alberta? Uh, Alberta's will be have done by this point. Okay, gotcha. Alberta's is this weekend, Steve. Okay, so by the time this is airing.
0: Sorry. May 28th Apologies. is also one of the brawlers for... Yes, for the
3: GWNG, absolutely. Yeah. May twenty eighth is their next brawler. Man, you are jumping the gun here. Well, I'm and looking at the off. list you gave me and it's not on there. Well, I have updated said list. Well what the hell, man? I'm you you are behind Tom, the times. You
2: thought you were in the loop?
3: You are, really? you are slightly behind. The it's road. just premature time. Uh, yes, yeah, so they are going to be running mainly 40K at the Brawler, um, but they have talked about doing other game systems such as Malifaux. I'm fairly certain we're running the Malifaux will be played. That right, is 100. So okay, I'll be there. I hope. Cool. Uh, we've got some June events as well. June 4th to 5th is the tournament OP event at the Glamorgan Community Center. Glamorgan? It's it's Glam- yeah. Glamorgan. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Morgan, uh, they are running 40k and 9th age fantasy both of them will be two day events um, and then the last event that I have for June currently is the clash at the airy which is going to be in St. Albert uh, it is a 40k event at 1850 points no painting required but there will be a bar which may help with your painting later Ew. that night I highly doubt it but <laughs> a bar it's worth a shot yes uh, and then, of course, the JWNG Brawler for June will happen sometime in June, but we don't have a date for that one yet, so we got to wait. we got to wait. That got pretty high-pitched. Very high-pitched. All right. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, that's I'm all. really confused. That's all i got for events currently. Cool. cool. Yeah. All right. So if you have any more events, please send them to us so we
0: can add them to the list.
3: And I will make sure to send Tom the outdated list, and sh- but I will show your event. <laughs> make sure Tom <laughs> yeah. is never in the list. Uh, Tom will never be 100% in the loop. We do not want Tom at any of our any
1: events, so this is good. <laughs> it's fair. It's Tom control. I am pretty loud.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, on that note, Tom, sorry after to putting you down. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so this has been another episode of Hockey in Canada. Until next time, I'm Tom. I'm Dan. I'm Ward. I'm, I'm Mike. And I'm Steve And apparently cutting Mike off What the fuck Steve? And if you're not gonna paint your fucking models At least enjoy playing games while it's sunny Outdoors With your friends
2: Fuck that, paint your models